For I've had enough of this world and its pleasures. I will arise and go forth to the house of my young. I will arise and go forth to the house of my father. I will arise and go forth to the house of my young. House of my young. Shalom, and welcome to today's teaching on the Hebraic roots of Christianity, where we study first century Christianity and the faith that Jesus, whose Hebrew name is Yeshua, which means salvation, taught his disciples. And now, Hebraic roots teacher Eddie Chumney of Hebraic Heritage Ministries International. Shalom. I'm Eddie Chumney of Hebraic Heritage Ministries, and we welcome you to today's teaching on the subject, Exposing the Kingdom of Darkness. This is part nine of the series. So once you've made it through the Blue Lodge and have risen to being a third degree Mason or a Master Mason, the Master Mason has a choice to stay in the Blue Lodge or to seek the advanced degrees through either the Scottish Rite or the York Rite. Within the Scottish Rite, there are the 4th through the 32nd degrees, and the 33rd degree is an honorary degree. On the other hand, York Masonry is the oldest and best known of all Masonic Rites. It takes its name from York, England. The three primary bodies in the York Rite are the Chapter of Royal Archmasons, the Council of Royal and Select Masters, and the Knights Templar. In total, the York Rite has 13 degrees. Regarding the Royal Arch degree of the York Rite, in being initiated into this degree, the candidate is asked, Are you a Royal Arch Mason? To which the reply is, I am that I am. So perhaps you may recognize these words as being a counterfeit of Exodus chapter 3, where in that chapter, Moses asked the God of Israel, When the people ask me, What is your name? What shall I say unto them? And the King James translates Exodus chapter 3 verse 14, God said to Moses, I am that I am. So from that we can see, in being initiated into the York Rite of the Royal Arch Degree, you are proclaiming to be God. And then they reveal the sacred omnifit word, Jah Balon. This is given in low breath and is performed three times by three lecturers, each taking turns to pronounce a name each. So three times it is stated, Jah Baal On. It is here that the secret name of the deity of masonry is revealed. And that name is Jah Balon. The candidate is then told that it is the name of the deity in three languages. Jah is the short form of the Hebrew name of the God of Israel, which is Yahweh or Jehovah. Bol is the rendering of the Babylonian name Baal. On is the term used in Egyptian sun deity, referring to Osiris. So on page 226 of Albert Pike's book, Morals and Dogma, Explaining Freemasonry, he states that Freemasonry is Baal worship. Masonry, around whose altars the Christian, the Hebrew, the Muslim, the Brahmin, the followers of Confucius and Zoroaster can assemble as brethren and unite in prayer to the one God who is above all, the Baalim, 
must needs leave it to each of its initiates to look for the foundation of his faith and hope to the written scriptures of his own religion. So now regarding the Knights Templar vow of the York Rite of Freemasonry, the Knights Templar candidate is forced to swear the following, If I ever willfully violate this my solemn compact as a brother Knights Templar, may my skull be sawn asunder with a rough saw, my brains taken out, in memory of St. John of Jerusalem, that faithful soldier of our Lord and Savior. And in continuation of the vow, it is said, If I ever willfully deviate from this my solemn obligation, may my light be put out from among men as that of Judas Iscariot for betraying his Lord and Master. And then a human skull is then placed in the candidate's hand. He further declares, Furthermore, may the soul that once inhabited this skull, as the representative of St. John the Baptist, appear against me in the day of judgment, so help me God and keep me steadfast in this my solemn obligation of a Knights Templar. Furthermore, Albert Pike, the 33rd degree Mason of the Scottish Rite of Freemasonry, addressing the 23 Supreme Councils of the World on July the 14th, 1889, stated the following, To you, Sovereign Grand Instructors General, we say this, that you may repeat it to the brethren of the 32nd, 31st, and 30 degrees. The Masonic religion should be, by all of us, initiates of the high degrees, maintained in the purity of the Luciferian doctrine. Yes, Lucifer is God. There is a temple of the 33rd degree Mason in Washington, D.C. for the Scottish Rite. In the United States, there are two Supreme Councils of the Scottish Rite. The Southern, or the Mother Council of the World, with headquarters in the House of the Temple in Washington, D.C., and the Northern, with headquarters in Boston, Massachusetts. Next, we're going to explain the Masonic letter G. And in the lower levels of Freemasonry, it is explained that the G stands for God in geometry. The letter G is significant in Freemasonry. In the lower degrees, the initiate is told that this letter stands for God and for geometry, which the supreme architect of the universe used to design this world. However, in the Mysteries of Magic by Eliphas Levi and interpreted by Arthur Edward Waite, he explains that the letter G, which Freemasons place in the center of the burning star, signifies gnosis and generation. It also signifies grand architect, for the pentagram, from whatever side it may be looked at, always represents an A. So gnosis in Greek means knowledge. And from gnosis, we get the word Gnosticism. Albert Pike explains in Morals and Dogma that the Masonic letter G is a sexual symbol. He writes, The monad, number one, is male, and the duad, number two, is female. Their sexual union produces the triad, number three, which is represented by the letter G, the generative principle. In the next slide is an examination of the back of a U.S. dollar, and in forming a hexagram, through and around the pyramid and the words around it, which means a new world order, in the inscription encoded spells a mason. A representation of a sexual Masonic symbol is the point within a circle. The point in the circle carries a sexual connotation. The female principle, symbolized by the moon, assumed the form of a lunette, a small circular opening, or crescent, while the male principle, symbolized by the sun, assumed the form of a lingam, or a phallus. 
and placed himself erect in the center of the lunette, like the mast of a ship. This was explained in the Short Talk Bulletin, August 1931, in a Masonic Bulletin designed to be read within the Lodges on page 4. Next, we're going to reveal the relationship between sex, enlightenment, and the sun wheel. So a circle is commonly used to depict the female sexual organ. Buddhism and Wiccans believe in an eight-step path of enlightenment. For Wiccans, the eighth and the final step of enlightenment is the sexual act. Notice that at the center of the symbol is a small circle. So now, in the next slide, if we look at a physical layout of the Vatican in Rome, Italy, it is laid out with an eight-section sun wheel with a small circle in the middle. In the middle of the circle is an obelisk representing the male principle. Next, we're going to see how the Masonic symbols are associated with sex and the hexagram. To the Mason, the interlacing triangles of the hexagram depicts sexual intercourse. Masonic author Albert Mackey explains the following. The triangle pointing downward is a female symbol corresponding to the yoni, and the upward pointing triangle is the male, the lingam. When the two triangles are interlaced, it represents the union of the active and passive forces in nature. It represents the male and female elements. So this comes from Albert Mackey's book, The Symbolism of Freemasonry, printed in 1869, as well as Albert Pike's Morals and Dogma, printed in 1871. Next, we're going to look at Baphomet, which is a symbol of the Church of Satan. The word Baphomet may come from two Greek words, Baphe and Metis, meaning absorption of knowledge. The pinnacle is surrounded by two circles, the innermost touching the points of the pinnacle. In between the two circles are five Hebrew characters, spelling Leviathan anti-clockwise. In the Bible, Leviathan is a term referring to Satan. Baphomet is a symbol for the church of Satan. In the occult, Baphomet is represented as a demon goat. Next, we're going to look closer at the Great Seal of the United States. The Great Seal of the United States is used to authenticate certain documents issued by the United States federal government. The design on the front of the seal is the coat of arms of the United States. On the front is an eagle whose dexter wing has 32 feathers, representing the number of ordinary degrees in Scottish Rite Freemasonry. The sinister wing has 33 feathers, which corresponds to the additional feather associated with the 33rd degree of the Scottish Rite conferred upon those who are regarded as having outstanding Masonic service. The tail feathers number nine. This is the number of degrees originally in the chapter, council, and commandery of the York Rite of Freemasonry. The stars above the eagle's head forms a hexagram, which is an occultic symbol. Next, we're going to see from the explanation of Freemasonry itself how the design of the dollar bill is associated with Freemasonry. In this slide is an image taken from the New Age magazine, which was the official publication of the Supreme Council of the 33rd degree of Freemasonry in the United States. It is now called the Scottish Rite Journal. 
In its April 1960 edition, it clearly states that the $1 bill is covered in Masonic symbols, and it also states that the pyramid is the Masonic all-seeing eye. Next, we're going to have a very detailed explanation of how Washington, D.C., specifically the Congress, the White House, and Supreme Court, are laid out in Masonic symbols. This information comes from the CuttingEdge.org website. Let us now begin our study of Governmental Center, Washington, D.C., beginning from the top left to the top middle. Number one, we have DuPont Circle, Logan Circle, and Scott Circle in the middle, and it forms the top three points of the Devil's Goat Head of Mendes, one of the most important types of the five-pointed Devil's Pentagram. Number two, Washington Circle forms the extreme left-hand point of the goat head. Number three, Mount Vernon Square forms the extreme right-hand point of the goat head. Number four, the White House forms the fifth and bottom point of the goat head. The Freemason architect who drew this pattern intended to show that governmental center was planned to be ruled by Satan. Further, the goat head pentagram was placed so that the southernmost point, the spiritual point, is precisely centered on the White House. The author, who originally gave this explanation, did not arbitrarily draw the lines to center on the White House. Rather, the White House is the precise point where the two lines formed by Connecticut Avenue flowing from DuPont Circle and by Vermont Avenue flowing from Logan Circle intersect. The meaning is all too clear. Occultists planned for the White House to be controlled by Lucifer in accordance with his occultic power and doctrine. The House of the Temple, which is the North American headquarters of Freemasonry, is also located 13 city blocks north of the White House. Count them yourself, beginning with the first city block north of Lafayette Square. Of course, the number 13 represents rebellion against God's authority, and is generally thought of as Satan's number. It is no accident that the House of the Temple is located 13 blocks north of the White House. The occultic meaning transmitted is that the control of the White House would be spiritual and would emanate from the House of the Temple. Now let's look at the symbol contained in the lower right-hand portion of your Washington, D.C. city street map. This combination of symbols runs south and east from the White House to the United States Capitol. These are the symbols which clearly stamp Freemasonry upon the city, and which unmistakably reveal the brand of Luciferic worship, which we see in the Goathead pentagram and the brand practiced by Freemasonry. Let us look at these Freemasonry symbols. The three most sacred symbols of Freemasonry are the compass, the square, and the rule or straight edge. Look at the United States Capitol and you will see that it is laid out in the form of a circle. This represents the top of a professional compass of that era which was circular. Pennsylvania Avenue, running from the Capitol to the White House, represents one leg of the compass. Maryland Avenue, running from the Capitol to Thomas Jefferson Memorial, represents the second leg of the compass. In this instance, you will have to lay out a ruler and draw a solid line from the Capitol to the Jefferson Memorial to get the full effect. The Freemason Square begins at Union Square with Louisiana Avenue forming one arm and Washington Avenue the other. You will have to draw a line down Louisiana Avenue and Washington to see the fully formed square because Louisiana ends at Pennsylvania and Washington ends at Maryland. The critical 900 angle of the square is pictorially missing. However, once you draw the natural continuation of Louisiana and Washington beyond their termination points, you will see 
see the 900 square perfectly formed. The Freemason's rule or straight edge is clearly seen if you draw a straight line south from the Washington Center to the base of the Washington Monument and then straight east to the Capitol. Thus all three of the sacred instruments of Freemasonry are depicted in the layout of these streets. As the person at the website is giving explanation of this Masonic layout, he comments that the deliberate planning of these governmental buildings so that they would be laid out so as to represent these three sacred tools of Freemasonry, coupled with the Luciferic Goathead pentagram, clearly tells us that the brand of Luciferic control and worship planned for this capital city was Freemasonry. So let's summarize what we've covered in this section of the teaching. Number one, Freemasonry begins at the Blue Lodge. Initiation is through the first three degrees. The first is called the Entered Apprentice degree. The second is called the Fellow Craft degree. The third is called the Master Mason degree. Number two, the Master Mason, which is the third degree, takes an oath to protect other Masons. Number three, after going through the three degrees of the Blue Lodge, the Mason has the choice to stay in the Blue Lodge or to seek the advanced degrees through either the Scottish Rite or the York Rite. Number four, within the Scottish Rite, there are the fourth through the 32nd degrees and the 33rd being an honorary degree. Number five, the three primary bodies in the York Rite are the Chapter of Royal Arch Masons, the Council of Royal and Select Masters, and the Knights Templar. In total, the York Rite has 13 degrees. Number six, according to Albert Pike, who was a 33rd degree Mason of the Scottish Rite, Freemasonry is a religion, is Baal worship, and teaches that Lucifer is God. Number seven, in the lower levels of Freemasonry, the Masonic letter G represents God and geometry. However, as revealed in the higher levels, it represents gnosis or knowledge as well it is a sexual symbol. Number eight, a mason is encoded on the back of a U.S. dollar in the area that contains the pyramid and the Latin phrase New World Order. Number nine, the point within a circle is a Masonic sexual symbol. Number 10. The hexagram is a Masonic sexual symbol. Number 11. Baphomet is a symbol of the Church of Satan. In the occult, it represents a demon goat. Number 12. The Great Seal of the United States is a Masonic symbol representing the Scottish and York rites of Freemasonry. Number 13. The pyramid in the all-seeing eye on the back of the U.S. dollar bill is a Masonic symbol. In number 14, Washington, D.C., and specifically the branches of the U.S. government, are physically laid out in Masonic symbolism. And the Washington Monument is an obelisk. So next, we're going to see how the pyramid on the back of the U.S. dollar is a representation of the ideals associated with the Illuminati and Freemasonry. So we're going to begin by looking at Adam Weishaupt and the Illuminati. Johann Adam Weishaupt founded the Order of the Illuminati on May the 1st, 1776 in Bavaria, Germany. Weishaupt was initiated in the Masonic Lodge at Munich in 1777. He desired to incorporate the ideals of the Illuminati with that of Freemasonry. The Illuminati refers to the Bavarian Illuminati, a secret society founded by Adam Weishaupt on May the 1st, 1776. The Illuminati's members took a vow of secrecy and pledged obedience to their superiors. Members were divided into three main classes, each with several degrees. Their 
symbol was the Al of Minerva. So given that the symbol of the Illuminati was the Al of Minerva, we're now going to look at the Al of Bohemian Grove. Bohemian Grove is a restricted 2,700-acre campground located in Monterio, California. It is a private men's club whose members consist of the global elite. In mid-July each year, Bohemian Grove hosts a more than two-week encampment of some of the most prominent men in the world. Central in the two-week encampment in Bohemian Grove is the Cremation of Care Ceremony. It is a theatrical production in which some of the club's members participate as actors. It was first conducted in 1881. The ceremony takes place in front of the Al Shrine. Since the founding of the club, the Bohemian Grove's mascot has been an owl. The demon goddess Lilith is represented throughout history as an owl. In the Bible, in Isaiah chapter 34, verse 14, it is written, The wild beasts of the desert shall also meet with the wild beasts of the island, and the satyr shall cry to his fellow. And the King James translates the next part of the verse, The screech owl also shall rest there and find for herself a place of rest. So where the King James translates screech owl, it is the Strong's number 3917. It's the Hebrew word lilith. And in the Strong's Hebrew dictionary, it explains that lilith is the name of a female goddess known as a night demon associated with the desolate places of Esau or Edom. So next we're going to look at the Bavarian Illuminati's roots in the United States. In 1785, the Lodge Columbia of the Order of the Illuminati in New York was founded. Among its members were New York Governor DeWitt Clinton, Horace Greeley, the editor of the New York Daily Tribune, and Clinton Roosevelt, the ancestor of Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Its name was, from the beginnings of the 20th century, Grand Lodge Rockefeller. Clinton Roosevelt wrote a book called Science of Government Founded on Natural Law, which was the blueprint of the conspiracy to eliminate the U.S. Constitution and to communize the country based on the principles of Weishaupt. It contained the detailed plan for the New Deal and the National Recovery Act. It was implemented 92 years later by his direct descendant, Franklin Delano Roosevelt. He referred to himself and other members as the Enlightened Ones and said that the U.S. Constitution was a leaky vessel, which was hastily put together when we left the British flag, and therefore needs revision. Next, we're going to look at the goddess Columbia. Columbia is the female personification of the United States. It originated from the name of Italian explorer Christopher Columbus and from the ending IA, which is common in Latin in names given to countries. It was also a historical name applied to the Americas and to the New World. Washington, D.C., or the District of Columbia, is named after her. Columbia's association with the United States has given rise to the names of many persons, places, objects, institutions, and companies. Hail Columbia was regarded as the de facto national anthem of the United States until 1931, when the Star-Spangled Banner became the official national anthem of the United States. The goddess Columbia became the logo of Columbia Pictures. When Columbia Pictures adopted Columbia as its logo in 1924, she appeared and still appears as bearing a torch. To the Illuminati, the torch represents enlightenment. It is a symbol for Lucifer, who is regarded as the light bearer. 
Next, we're going to look at the logo of CBS, or the Columbia Broadcasting System. CBS's former legal name was the Columbia Broadcasting System. This name was first used in 1928. In 1951, CBS began to use the all-seeing eye as the company's trademark symbol. Well, that's going to conclude part 9 of the series on the subject, Exposing the Kingdom of Darkness. Shalom in Yeshua the Messiah. Amen. Thank you, Eddie. This is Stephen Morgan, and all of us here at Hebraic Heritage Ministries pray that you have enjoyed today's teaching. If you've been blessed, will you help us to share this message with others? Hebraic Heritage Ministries is supported by your generous financial gifts. In order to help you in your studies and to help us share this message with others, we are offering today the DVD, Yeshua the Lawgiver, for free for a love gift of any amount to the ministry. Hebraic Heritage Ministries also offers a monthly discipleship program. If you are interested in starting a fellowship group in your area, let us know. We would like to help you. Please contact us for more details. Our website is hebroots.org. That's H-E-B-R-O-O-T-S dot O-R-G. We would like to hear from you. Please send us an email. Finally, in order to take advantage of today's free offer, please mention this product offer and... Please mail your love gift to Hebraic Heritage Ministries, P.O. Box 81, Strasburg, that's S-T-R-A-S-B-U-R-G, Ohio, 44680. Until next time, may Yeshua richly bless you.